Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chapels from Rosedale podcast. Uh, today in the studio for a follow-up interview, we have uh, Marianne and Laven Miller. Uh, they're the owner of Top Mops in Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, Marianne presented in chapel today and, and gave her life story or the pathways God led her through um, to where she is today. And just thought we'd do some follow-up uh, conversation about this today. So first of all, tell us about Top Mops. Sure. Uh, we've been in business since 2012, so we're in our ninth year. We have um, 11 uh, cleaning techs, three office people, and we're in a period of great growth post-COVID. Okay, so you survived the COVID experience, and uh, you're moving forward from that, um, and things have been going well this year? Yes, we have survived, uh, not totally unscarred, but we survived, and um, now there's a lot of we can tell freedom out. People are wanting us to come into their homes and um, feeling safer with vaccines and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So we've sort of pivoted and um, and are staying busy. The housing market is booming. There are just a number of things happening mm-hmm. in the market that are um, we're getting the benefit of that. Sure. Um, you had talked in chapel a little bit about the business, but uh, I'd like to give you a chance to talk a little bit more about like employee-employer relationships. And I know you've both thought about this a lot. Um, Dive into that a little bit. Sure. Um, When we started our business in 2012, we went to a conference um, with a consultant that we continue to use. And right away, I told Laban, I want to be able to offer great jobs. If we can't offer a great career job for people. I am not interested in the business. And so that has always been in the forefront of how do you go about doing that? It's uh, um, not as easy as it always sounds. And this last year, we really sort of perfected our mission and our mission has um, that we've adopted kind of are trying to live it out is helping our employees rise and helping our customers rest. And the employee part comes first for us. We can't really help customers rest if our employees, if we're not caring for our employees. So our focus is around that the, that mission. Okay. Um, so how do you actually carry this mission out? I mean, it's one thing to sit around and think, you know, okay, this is what our mission is. What difference does it make when you Monday morning get up and go to work and you've uh, got people staring you in the face or whatever? Tell us about that. Well, for us to get a a framework uh, from which to work uh, or to deal with our employees, uh, we've used and we talk about the um, self-determination theory a lot. And basically that says that everybody has certain psychological needs and uh, we have a need for autonomy we have a need for competence and we have a need for being connected or relatedness. And um, sometimes people add a a fourth one, uh, benevolence. So we kind of think of our employees in terms of those things, uh, for example, autonomy, how do we allow them in the workplace to experience autonomy? On the one hand, we have systems in place. They need to follow the systems. There are certain rules they have, Mm -hmm. they have to follow. But in that context, how do they also uh, find autonomy? And they are not going to rise, uh, using that as one example of the autonomy, they're not going to rise unless we somehow figure that out. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, one thing we think about with autonomy is they, uh, the rules are in place for a good reason. We don't mm-hmm. want any rules 
that uh, don't mean something, that don't help them. But once they understand the system, how to clean, how we operate, uh, we want them to know enough that they can make decisions on the spot. So they're... Can you give me an example of a decision someone might make while, while they're out there? Sure. Um, if a customer changes up what they want done at the house, we mm-hmm. give them um, like a process to go through with the customer so they can feel confident of what they can and should do and what they can refer to the office. Okay. They, um, we've heard this many times from our employees, our seasoned employees. They love that we don't micromanage them. And so... The only way we can do that is by teaching them on the front end how to deal with difficult situations or maybe unexpected situations and giving them a frame of reference from which they can operate. And um, it makes, I think, they feel more part of our company mm-hmm. because they're not just picking up the phone and saying, Marianne, what do I do? They can actually ask themselves, mm-hmm. okay, this is what they taught me. How do I go about this? And um, so that would be one example. So that gives them uh, an ability to influence the mm-hmm. whole uh, process of, mm-hmm. of interacting with customers and that type of thing. Yes. Good. Now I lost track where we are on. Well, the second one is competence. Um, we think that's a big one. Um, and, and the first thing is just training them. It's hard to be competent in something you've not done. We do not require that you have cleaning experience. We do. We are looking for people. This is not an entry-level job. We're Mm -hmm. giving them a lot of independence. So we're looking for people who've already navigated that first job. And so they come in. We train them how to clean, and we give them some communication opportunities, training um, with how to handle situations. Mm -hmm. And they feel confident, and they are so much more successful Mm -hmm. when they feel like they know what they're about. Um, and the ones, the seasoned ones that have been there a few years, um, they get reviews and those reviews from customers show us that the customer sees them as an expert in cleaning. Very good. And they also uh, develop competence in communication Mm -hmm. too, because Mm -hmm. they're in the homes by themselves. Uh, They have to interact with the customer or maybe Mm -hmm. somebody that else that's in the household. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's a very scary thing to do if you're not competent with communication. So we talk about, you know, how do you deal with this? How do you, how do you talk to people? How do you uh, try to create a positive environment uh, in your communication? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you can't just sit around talking all day. Uh, mm-hmm. You need to clean. Mm-hmm. You need to get the job done. Right. But there's a lot of competence. And competence allows people to feel good about themselves. They get mm-hmm. excited. If you're good at something, mm-hmm. uh, then you love it. If you're not good at it, you probably aren't going to like it i'm not good at cards i don't i don't like to play games and mm-hmm. things like that and so i find myself always avoiding it sure right never remember what a sp- the different card names are and all that so you just stay away from it right? i stay away so, from yeah. it yeah <laughs> we haven't talked where did these principles come from i mean you're christian business owners yeah. has that influenced your thinking or how has that influenced your thinking i probably should say well the the fourth one that we add and it's not in the you know original self-determination theory you know is benevolence and um we we really see um that as something that we can think about from god's perspective that we are supposed to be kind to other people that we're Mm -hmm. supposed to care about their needs we're supposed to love them Mm -hmm. and when you do that then life is not just about me it's mm-hmm. not just about our company it's not just about you know making money mm-hmm. it's about what can we do 
to help other people. And sure. so sometimes we want to do things where we actually don't get a financial return, uh-huh. but it's good for us. It's good for our employees. We want them to see that. Okay. We we're a part of an organization cleaning for a reason. And we clean, we donate free cleanings to people battling cancer in the Lexington area. And um, it's a great opportunity to show, um, to demonstrate to our employees how to serve uh, people with needs and don't expect anything in return. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that comes out of our belief that God asks us to serve. And so how do we, um, from a human perspective, mm-hmm. uh, put a face on that? And one way is to take care of people that are having needs for no other purpose than just to care for them. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually a fun, fun thing to do because our employees say, that is like my favorite cleanings is when mm-hmm. I can go help someone. And they don't, they don't talk about, oh, the house was so dirty because this person has not been able to clean forever. They go in and say, oh, it was so much fun to help them get their, um, get things in order. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, so the benevolence part by serving and caring for people, there's a return. The return is so much better than even doing the serving, I think. And so that's part of why we do it. And I think we do it as Christian business owners. Um we feel God calls us to that, and this is just one way we can play it out in our company. Sure. Is that it for that list, or is there another one on there we missed? There's a relatedness. That's one of the three in the self-determination theory. Um, that one is happening right before my eyes right now. It didn't always happen, but it's that connectedness that we want our employees to have, connected to us, connected to each other. And when you're doing solo cleaning, you spend a lot of time by yourself. Mm -hmm. So it takes a lot of intention on um, our company, Mm -hmm. the office staff to make that happen. Um, What's happening this, the last year or so, we've had some new employees that um, come in and just take that role on and they become the mother, the sister, the friend, the connector. And we see our employees rising as they care for each other. They help each other move. They help each other with childcare, they do kinds of things. So it's not things we are telling them to do, but we're creating opportunities within the company for them to still connect. So how do you do that? Um, you can't force them. No, I mean, it's not like not, that's right. We, job description or something. Right, like. right. In fact, it's it's interesting on interviews. Some those more social people will ask, um, "Can how do you all connect? You're, you're you do this job by yourself? Are you by yourself all the time?" And it's always a little tricky for me to answer it because I can't exactly say how it's going to look. But what we do is we have regular meetings. Uh, Some of them are fun. Just get together, hang out, learn together. Um, We get together once a week before the start of the day when they restock. And and we use it as an opportunity to talk about things. And uh, it might be about what's going on in the world. It might just be fun stuff. It might be uh, reviewing some policy. But we usually have coffee and donuts. We suggest they sit around uh, for a few minutes and And this is on work connect. time, right? This, this is, is on work this time. This is not before they get to work. No, I mean, it's no. before they go out and yeah. clean, but it's on it's, your time. It's on our time. And we're working. This is not a, my strength. I've... it. I um, it's tricky to figure out how to do it when you don't work together all day in the same building. And so we're coming up with ideas of things we're trying to do that kind of may, allows that connectedness okay. to happen. Even talking on the phone, they connect in and when they um, go to a house um, to clean, they check in and they check out. And so whoever answers the phone is supposed to take time to connect with them. How did it go? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Where are you going for lunch? Just to 
just a few, just a, a minute of a little bit of conversation that communicates that you care. Makes everyone human here. Yes. Instead of just a machine that's out there. Yeah. Those robo cleaners that runs around and does a carpet or something. Yeah. So, yeah, good. Uh, tell us a little bit about your business. It's growing um, this year. Uh, you had maybe a rougher year during COVID, but you're bouncing back from that. Um, like, why do businesses want to grow? What's the event? I mean, more money, uh, I guess. Is that is that the main thing there? And, you know, does that drive everything for you? Well, you have to have money to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have money to do well, at least a certain amount. Uh, if you know, one reason businesses don't make it is they're underfunded. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have... Uh, money to use other resources beyond yourself you to most successful businesses you can't do it all yourself you don't have enough enough expertise even the technology today is uh to the place where to do certain things well Mm -hmm. you need other people uh we were talking earlier about seo uh, Mm -hmm. how to optimize your your website I don't know how to do that. Marianne doesn't know how to do that. We don't have anybody on staff that knows how to do that. So you need money to hire the right person or the right company mm-hmm. to optimize mm-hmm. your website. And and it goes all the way through. It doesn't matter uh, what system it is. If you feel like you have to do it all yourself, uh, you're, you're really limiting how far you can grow. Mm-hmm. But I, I think for us as Christians there's another part that that goes beyond uh, even how we're doing as a company. And maybe I'll let Mary Ann talk about that. Just a sure. Um, one thing I was thinking about is we really, we've, when you're a certain size, you have a, you have difficulty providing good jobs. You have to, you know, you're not meeting your budget. So you have to, you have to ask those questions, those hard questions. When you're flourishing, you can share the wealth And our mission is to help our employees rise. So part of that sharing the wealth is paying them well, paying them a living wage above a living wage. Um, We have our, we have an employee recently. She bought her first house while she's, she's been working with us for five years. And I think that's part of the picture for me. If I really, I I used to have a hard time putting a number on growth. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't want to put in, I didn't want to say a number out loud. And in my professional group industry group, Oftentimes you need to do that to set goals. And I just felt funny about talking about financial goals. But I think God has shown me um, that I shouldn't be afraid to talk about those goals because those goals represent quality and quality represents um, what I can share with my employees and with customers. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think that's a big part of why growth is important. I've had to kind of get past that. Um, I believe that uh, through Christ, we have unlimited resources. And so I feel like that applies to businesses. As a business owner, as a Christian business owner, we have unlimited resources. And so I think we're supposed to use them. And with that, probably will be healthy growth. Mm-hmm. And then um, then the question comes for owners is what to do next um, mm-hmm. with those profits. And mm-hmm. I think that just raises a whole, gets us into a whole different category of conversation is, you know, how do you share the wealth with others, um, with needs around the world. Okay. And so then it becomes a heart question. Where's your, where's your heart? Where's your heart? That's probably where your treasure is. That's probably what you're going to, you're going to do something with your, Mm -hmm. 
uh, income, your money, uh, based on where your heart is. And I guess it can go the other way, too. You put your treasure somewhere, your heart's going to follow. That's yeah. right. If you're not careful That's there. right. So, That's right. Um, it goes both ways with that. Yeah. 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 Very good. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Is there anything else you want to throw out there for the, the world to hear while you have a chance? It's been great to be at RBC. Okay. It's always good to be on this campus, and it's looking nice. We have a beautiful day, and yeah. God's blessing RBC. Yes, it's it's a wonderful, a wonderful time to be here. It really is. So, well, thank you so much for sharing, and uh, we'll we'll leave it at that for today. So, thank you. Thank you.